to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick with these three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. You idiot. You idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Try one more testy thing here, real quick, mm-hmm. to make right. sure that it doesn't do that dick move over. It's again. doing. We're good. Dick move. Dick move. Dick move. Dick move. And welcome to how could the show be bad? Whoa. Okay. We are going straight into it. None of this bullshit that was fucking genius comedic banter on my part. We had some technical difficulties. We, we had, had a lot of technical difficulties today. And it, there is just right up off the top some housekeeping. There is a dog. Housekeeping. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, we were going to get into this stuff, but... But all I'm saying is there is a dog in the studio, but it, the technical problems were not the dog's fault. As far as we know. Right. Uh, I, of course, am your host, Mike Linden. Uh, <laughs> more like, dumb. You're dumb. Hey, you're the one who provided this cursed <laughs> environment I, to I do provided this- it. Because I was asked to provide Yeah, it. this big echoey piece of crap sounds like shit. Shit. shit, shit. It's <laughs> very convincing it's very, co-host Steven Montenegro. very soft decay. Uh-huh. Co-host Dan Linden, what do you have to say about it? You told me to open my doors to this podcast. I did not say, this is the best place to have a podcast. We should do it here where I live, where there's a dog and echoes. Yeah, well, Mike was wrong to tell you that. Yes, like we, I, think I we, didn't have all I think of the can, information. I think we can all admit that Mike was wrong. Mm, yeah, no, I think I everyone here, everyone holding and talking into a microphone, can agree that Mike was the wrong one. But, but we also, it also needs to be noted that Dan just lives his life wrong. Oh. Like there are so many things wrong with the way that you live your life. Do you I don't th- trust anybody is who this can accept back? who can accept this many ungrounded outlets. Exactly, there I, are no grounded outlets. You live in a lean-to. I rent here. I don't care. I don't know. What do you mean you don't care? How can you not care? I I always check for grounded outlets before I rent something out. Is that true? That is true. No. Even though I had to think about whether it was true or not because I haven't done that for like a few. Uh, half a year now. Yeah, like but, three months. <laughs> is this about the umbrellas? Is this about the number of umbrellas? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Steve, you, was... have, you have 26 umbrellas and only one grounded outlet in your entire house. Well, they, I mean, that those aren't really related. It's not like the landlord provided I don't the umbrellas. Know. I only have one umbrella in my in my tiny apartment. But like 26 grounded outlets. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> do, you have, do you have any idea how many grounded outlets I have in the cave that we normally record this in? How many? Like 130. Oh. You know you know that, that mosaic of Stephen's entire face and body, but yeah. no arms or legs for yeah. some reason? <laughs> uh, 
it, it's made entirely out of grounded outlets. And that Did you is, never notice that? Yeah, that thing is functional. I guess I always thought it was just sort of some kind of like pointillism. I didn't realize it was actually functioning. Uh, no, that that's what all of those tentacles coming off of him were. Those were those were extension cords coming out to different places. That wasn't oh. that wasn't just a weird Cthulhu beard. Yeah, that shit is functional. Yeah, it's. I mean, come on, Dan. We have a what? special guest with us today. What? Who is just sitting there seething, seething. from <laughs> seething from having to sit through. Uh, so many problems. Two full hours of setup <laughs> to get to this podcast recording so far. And the fact that we made him wear a beard made of bees. Sure. Callback. <laughs> Is that a callback to something? I think it's a callback from like episode well, you, three. Yeah, but something. that was Steven's beard of bees. Yeah. Why did you bring up a beard of bees? I like beards of bees. Apparently. Who doesn't? We have. There's a lot of comic potential in beards made of insects. You're stepping over my intro. It's, it is our guest today, who we have... It's... Greg! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Hello! Special Greg is here, your favorite guest in the history of the show. Rockin' Ricky Raven Simone. Yes. That, of course, is a reference to episode. This is This is a. Call back to people for for the two fans that have been listening forever from the get go. Yeah. First Swiss, yeah, and someone that knows Dan. Yes, <laughs> BM, Woo. the man who listens. <laughs> uh huh. This is this is a shoe gaze. It's a special shoe gazing episode. <laughs> We're not in our normal inspirational confines, so all we can do is. Harken back to previous inspiration. Right. Right. We are we are the current movie climate of podcasts right now. That's true. This episode is the twenty one jump street of how could hey, the show be Let me let me ask you this. And Greg, since you seem to have exhibited on the show in the past that you're kind of an expert in these sorts of things, how come they have not rebooted and uh started making movies like more movies from the Highlander series? Uh <laughs> I don't know. I think that, um, again, like highly homoerotic subtext only has so much play in the uh, science fiction community. I think that oh, I was talking uh, this over with my wife problem. and she, yeah, she totally knew what Highlander was. And she was like, uh, why is it uh, dudes cutting off each other's heads and having like massive lightning orgasms <laughs> when they're done? Like, I need your head to... Have a lightning. Right. And I think once everyone kind of woke up to that fact of what they were watching. Uh, I am actually waking up to that fact for the first time right now. Me too. Yeah, thanks I've for, never heard this, no, that's uh, thanks for ruining Highlander for all of us. I, mean, I they... guess we won't be talking about it ad nauseum on the show anymore. What? Was that just the sound of everyone listening collectively cheering at that statement? <laughs> or turning off their internet <laughs> sound makers. I don't. I was going to say radios. Whoa, but whoa, whoa! What? <laughs> no one listens to this on the radio because it is not broadcast on the radio. Not yet. Internet sound makers. 
Cause, well, so, so you're I just saying wanted it's, to bring that up again. You're saying it's a science fiction problem because, you know, if people are afraid of gross, like gross, I mean large, I'm not judging, mm-hmm. homoeroticism, you think that 21 Jump Street wouldn't be the number four movie in America right now? Well, but in 21 Jump Street 2, they're going to, uh, they're going to reveal that they're all actually from some other planet. And that's why they have magic powers, not that they're like magical fairy we, Scottish people. Didn't didn't we do this? Uh, didn't we already do this? Didn't we already make fun of this exact same yeah, thing? Yeah, like, the callback yeah, episode. Yeah. It's last good. episode, though. Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe, yeah. I've, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing? Is that what you were talking about? No, I was talking about Highlander 2, oh, where they're Highlander like, hey, 2, guys, they're, they're all from space now. Wait a second. But that's, what they're, that's how they're ruining the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles franchise as well. Sure. We're not talking about the Ninja Turtles. We're talking about... Now we are! We're talking about number four movie in America, 21 Jump Street, <laughs> and the homoeroticism of cutting off Scottish aliens' heads. Greg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get with it. Well, that's just, you know, what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> the dog save. agrees. The yes. dog that's in there. Should we introduce our, our canine guest as well? Oh, I, I yeah. guess. Mike, uh, we have with us Dan's dog, Herbert. <laughs> there we go. There it goes. I'm sure people will love that. Yeah, that's not going to sound <laughs> awful at all. No. Uh, Herbert has a weird fascination with uh, our guest, Greg. It's almost as if if he were to get Greg to pet him, he would achieve lightning orgasm. That's <laughs> easy the way he's approaching it. Before we started recording here, and I have never seen a dog do this before, Greg tried to take a step away from the dog, and it literally hugged his leg with its front arms. Like, not like humped, like laid no, down. Bro, and, yeah, bro hugged me. Um, yeah, yeah. Like laid down Calf. and hugged his leg, patted his back twice. Wow. For the bro hugginess. It's a high it's honor. A, yeah. It was a weird-ass thing, and apparently, like, I think the dog, I don't, I don't think the dog wants to hump you. I don't think it wants you to pet it. I think it wants to go well, to Vegas with I you. I mean, he wants to hump him in the same way that bros all, you know, at the level that bros want to hump each other. Yeah, this yeah. is what this is what ruined uh, Jersey Shore. Uh, all the bro humping. Yeah. <laughs> it, before that, it was awesome. Mm. It was just a show about the world's most annoying people <laughs> living their daily lives and doing nothing interesting except for being annoying. I remember when it first came out. Uh, you specifically called me down to the TV to show it to me, it, it and was, I I had to leave the room after like a minute. Fascinating. <laughs> no. It was like so. Okay, so how was I to know that this was going to become a ubiquitous portion of American culture? I thought I was getting a glimpse into. I viewed it anthropologically. I thought I was getting a glimpse into a bizarre world that I would never see again. I assumed it was. Uh, <laughs> That it was all live. A Shangri-La of <laughs> Tanner oh. and... Uh... Bangin'. <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm pretty ignorant of Jersey Shore. and Maybe you can answer just this question I have. Like, they have the names. Like, like one's called Situation and one's called Snooky. Yeah. So... Now, do they self-name or is there some sort of naming ceremony on whether it bequeathed a title let me stop you'll be you shall known thereforth as uh because Baganga or something i don't <laughs> know because i actually know nothing about the jersey shore <laughs> i think i watched the first episode and it was fascinating for like 20 minutes and then annoying as shit and then i 
and then for like 10 minutes and then i spent the next 30 minutes punishing myself for having ever turned it on in the first place by forcing myself to watch the end of it and that was about it <laughs> i'm um, thinking that like it depends on what name I, like i would say that snooky would be something that people would just bequeathed to you whereas the situation would be a sword that you pull out of a stone right i know so i with feel your like, incredible abs right i feel like that being named the situation must be self-named yeah like obviously you, you have to have named yourself that i also feel like snooki is probably i think this is probably two totally different cases i feel like snooki is probably some sort of like uh uh it's probably some sort of shorthand for a derogatory term in the vernacular uh-huh. that someone just put on her. Yes, nookus, 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 nookus. That's that's common vernacular. That is what everybody in South Jersey sounds like. Yeah, nookus, nookus. All right, we're going to take a break. Oh, and uh, we'll all. We'll all take part in our murder suicide pact for having what? for having talked about the Jersey Shore. Oh. You can't uh, wait, say Snooky without we, saying Nookie. If we murder suicide, uh, if uh, we murder suicide, do all or none of us get to have lightning orgasms? The dog gets a lightning orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> the, dog, the dog is the one. Yeah, in this instance. Yes, we'll be right back on how could the show be bad? Your pastimes consisted of the strange and twisted and deranged And I loved that little game you had called Crying Lightning And how you like to aggravate the ice cream man on rainy afternoons The next time that Welcome back to How Can the Show Be Bad? Get it pumped. Get it psyched to yeah. do an episode. Don't get too psyched. Did, what are you, why are you filling here. in dog sounds? You don't sound. need to make dog. You don't need to foley the dog sound. <laughs> For once. Yeah, let's, let's try not to get too pumped. It'll angry up the dog blood. Yeah, but we have to get somewhat pumped because we clear like that first intro part. We were clearly suffering from the world is beating us down syndrome. <laughs> we have, we have been... It was so low energy that we talked about the Jersey Shore for a good half of it. All right. Now we're back. We're pumped. And we're ready. And I, am, I am ready to do this thing. Now, Stephen, you recently drank a million Bud Light Limes <laughs> in a jacuzzi. What now, was that like? It, let me stop you right there. Uh-huh. Someone may have misreported the facts. I drank about a million Bud Light Limes. Oh, I'm sorry, about a million. But I drank none of them while in a jacuzzi. Not one? For some reason, when I went and sat in the jacuzzi, I switched from Bud Light Limes to Mickey's malt liquor grenades. <laughs> oh. What? The, those little bottles that look kind of like a grenade and are green of Mickey's malt liquor. I wasn't aware that those existed. Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're adorable. You... I mean, and I like to consume my malt liquor in the most adorable way possible. <laughs> Who doesn't? Are, do they actually function grenade style? Um, no. They do. I mean, they're made of glass, so like, I, I guess there'd be a little bit of shrapnel, but like, the kill zone is you know non-existent. Well, at one time they actually mimicked the grenade, whereas it had a pin-like action to tear off the top, which resulted. Wait, is that true? Yes, which resulted in quite a sharp. Stabbing implement. Oh, a yeah. Strong stabbing like, implement. And now it's twist off. Mm. Yeah, so I remember I when like some bottles used to be like that. Grenade should be retired because I don't think shape alone. 
covers it. Yeah. No yeah. pin, no grenade. They're just little... <laughs> Man, I'm disappointed that you couldn't find a rhyme for that saying. But I did appreciate the <laughs> curious pronunciation of grenade. <laughs> I mean, they're just little bottles now. I think they're like... I think they're 12 ounces, but they're like... Actually, I think the, pr- the pronunciation is what killed it. You could have, like... Pushed it a little bit with like no pin, no grin aid. Yeah, it's true. Come on, Greg. Let's <laughs> let's let's rewind the tape, the uh-huh. real to real that we're doing this on, <laughs> and let him just overdub that again. I think Greg who showed up at seven thirty, all bright and this ready is, to perform. Or this is again Dan's would have fault. like thrown that out. How but. is this my fault? You told him to come and watch the sunrise I, with you, and I, then you weren't here. My job uh-huh. was to open. Was to open the gates of House Dan to you brigands so that we could record this podcast. Look, this isn't your How Bard cast. <laughs> and then yeah. you serve tea that's like, I don't know, laced with uh, lithium or something. Hold on. Oh, no, barely no, 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 no. That is official tea of the show. Thunderfuck oh, tea is the official tea, tea of how tea. could the show be bad. <laughs> should we, should we actually you? tell people what it's called? So I don't remember can... what it's actually called. I believe called. that it, it's, it's made by Celestial Seasons. Yes. Uh, There's a buffalo on the Thunder box. morning. Uh, morning thunder. That's right. Yeah. Which one of you is right? Fight it out. It's morning thunder. I purchased it <laughs> because, and here's why I purchased this tea. Official tea of the show, Celestial Seasons, Morning Thunder. Thunderfuck. Uh, Thunderfuck tea. Uh, the reason that, really the reason that anybody purchases a tea called Morning Thunder is because there is a bison charging, a picture of a bison charging on the box, and it's called Morning Thunder. When you see that on the shelf, you are obligated to, per- you are honor bound to purchase that tea. Yeah. Because it reminds you of that uh, Val Kilmer movie where he's like a Native American. Thunderheart, I believe. What? Yeah, I believe that's. I believe it's called Thunderheart. Who was he? he or was he, was he like a he, sheriff or something? Yeah, he was an FBI agent. I think it was like semi <laughs> an FBI sheriff. Yeah, I think it was like semi Leonard Peltieri in it, it, it in its in its story. Leonard Peltier, like you know, oh, it, in jail for sh- shootout with FBI agent. So we have three buffaloes and one buffaloant in this room regarding the tea. What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> does that mean that? Does that mean that? <laughs> Look, I, you know what? I don't want to know what it means unless you feel like explaining it. I think you can put it together. I can't. <laughs> he, had an, he added an unt to the end. Yeah, if you buffalo, but... I buffaloant. Look, as we've discussed, I recently I drank. Buffalo-ed. Broken Dreams <laughs> Broadway show so That's, you know, that song <laughs> Nope <laughs> I, No, I, I couldn't put that together I was think it, it was Green Day-ish Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know I didn't want to give that song The dignity of remembering it I well like enough. a buffalo <laughs> Like that? Yeah. That was what you were trying to do with that? Well, I mean My lovely buffalo Hey. Song. Well, they, wow, this has become a musical <laughs> Buffalo-related montage. Buffalo music montage. This is what Brought we to you by Thunderfuck Tea. To bring this country out of its horrible economic situation. Buffalo-related songs. Even though our native country is all about bison. Yeah. Our native country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got there. Uh-huh. I, what I don't understand is he's had almost four years. Why has Barack Obama oh. not uh, not forced the nation to sing more Buffalo-related songs if it was going to create jobs? 
<laughs> Can I tell you that before you said his name, I thought we were still talking about Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Val Kilmer has had almost... He's had four years. <laughs> almost four years to save us from this recession. In fairness, he has had four years to do it. And all he's done, all Val Kilmer did, is contribute to the hiring of about eight sound guys and a couple of grips for MacGruber the movie. That's all he's done. He's done nothing else. You know what? I'm not afraid to say it. In fact, I'm not afraid to be the first one to say it. Fuck Val Kilmer. That's right, America. Oh, my God. Hating Val Kilmer is the answer to our economic woes. Really? There's, there is a logic to that. I don't think hating Val yeah, You don't strong. have to hate him. Like, this is just politics. Vote him out of office. Yeah. Yeah, out of... Out of well, he actually does hold political office. What? what? Yeah, he's... Uh, like, it's not an elected office, but he's, like, the official cultural ambassador of, like, the state of New Mexico. What? Yeah, he's, a, he's appointed, gubernatorially appointed, I think, by multiple governors. What does he do? He, it's, like, his job. So, New Mexico has this thriving piece of shit film industry. Um, so, it's a thriving <laughs> piece of shit they, I think they would tell you it's thriving. I think everybody else would tell you it's a piece of shit. But, Mag- I think, I believe MacGruber was... Uh, was uh, recorded on a soundstage in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So wait, do you have to have Val Kilmer in your movie if you make a movie in New Mexico? I think he just happened to be around. <laughs> I think in this instance, let me break down for you how I think the making of Or the... is it that you, you automatically get Val Kilmer yeah. in your movie? Yeah, you I think that that's part of the like, It's part of the tax incentives, yeah. yeah. <laughs> let me break down for you how I feel like the filming of the movie MacGruber must have happened. Uh-huh. We should make a MacGruber movie. Yeah, you're right. Let's get some dudes together. Well, we're here. Does a movie happen now? Well, we'll see. Let's just say some things and put on this mullet wig. There it is. Movie done. <laughs> what does that have to do with Val Kilmer? Uh, he happened to be there. Oh. A hard-hitting analysis no, no, no. on no, no, a no. movie that you didn't see from Steven Montenegro. First of all, I have seen that movie. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking, talking to the audience. The rest of the world. Everybody has seen that movie. Didn't it do, like, didn't it, like, didn't it opening weekend, didn't it gross, like, half a billion dollars at the box office? It was like, it was like four Harry Potter movies at the box office. Right. They are going to bring out MacGruber 3D pretty soon. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. Is just, that true? Just re-releasing it. No! Because <laughs> <laughs> I would go see that. Look, How a- great would Val Kilmer's bloated, sweaty head look <laughs> in 3D, though? Be pretty good. Yeah. See, it's this thing sells itself. It'd be like uh, it'd be like that part at the end of Ghostbusters two, where Vigo's you know they, he's starting to get <laughs> sent back to hell or whatever's happening at the and end. He goes into and it's just his head on the painting. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Did that make like a weird sound when he uh, left? Uh, well, I think it didn't it make an explodey sound. Okay. Uh, are you are you talking I, about like the sound of a head squeezing yeah. back into a painting? Yeah, <laughs> it's a sound we're all familiar with. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's common. Like that's what the that's what the button on our sampler says. It's literally labeled "head squeezing back into painting," <laughs> and it makes that sound. And there's like a pop when the interdimensional what's it is comes back. Yeah, it does oh, a ease. it does a doodle. Yeah, that's the technical term. It's like a pop that does a doodle. Look, all I'm saying uh, is that Val Kilmer is actually some sort of weird political figure that's in New weird. Mexico. Yeah, like that's... it is. It's his job, like to be like. 
the it, it's kind of like a spokesman type gig, I think. But it's also like there is like a minute. There's an office. There's like a ministerial function to this. Oh yeah, no, he shows up with like leather jeans, and the governor's like, "We're going out to the desert, and we're gonna find out what we should do about that state school lunch program." And they just go out and drop some <laughs> peyote buttons and consult is the that spirits. The, is that the verb there? You drop them. You drop them. It's so you do peyote the same way that you release an album. That's correct. It's uh, it's good to know. <laughs> See, what would we do without you? You really are an endless well of knowledge, Greg. I really do appreciate when you it, come you're on. You're a font. A yeah. font. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> a font that drops knowledge like peyote buttons. Right. I feel like you guys are going to let me cut off your heads any minute now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. This may be why uh, Herbert is trying to warn us against having... <laughs> That's true. That was one the of our theories. The animals are always the first to know. <laughs> That was one of our theories, that Greg is actually a supernatural being, and, and Herbert's heightened animal senses have seen past his human-like... Uh, Some sort of asshole Highlander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, not even just like a regular Highlander, one that's also an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I don't really tend to believe that Herbert has heightened animal senses. What do you mean? I don't know. He has He's saying of... your dog is dumb and that you're dumb for having such a dumb dog. <laughs> your dog has, like, is, uh, he has more of, like, an anxious OCD than, like... Than a Ken? It's less of a Ken and more of a, <laughs> and more of a learning di- disability. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's really dumb. I'm not... I agree with that. But, you know, he can hear pretty well. <laughs> He sure. smells stuff. Uh-huh. Do we need to describe what breed of dog it is for, for listeners? Have to. <laughs> oh, my like, God. Because if they're listening, they're going to want to know what type of dog this is. We've talked about the dog enough. Right. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, we've t- I mean, we've you, talked you about the have, dog you enough. You seem to have negated your no, own no, no, premise. No, no, no. I'm saying like, we've talked about it enough that they're going to want to form a mind oh, picture. I see. Okay. Um, we, mind. Could just, we could just put a picture on the no, Facebook page. <laughs> not a mind picture, Dan. Well, yeah, that we would that some, would just be a regular we could put old some picture. We could put some cool effects on it, and you know, make it look like a mind, your mind picture. That fizzled out. <laughs> so, so after talking about it, now we are not going to describe the breed of the dog. Have we people. come to a quorum on that? <laughs> We're not. I, no one did it, and I don't know anything about dogs <laughs> well, what except the, for that I tend how to many, dislike hold them. Hold on, okay. In regarding. Putting a picture of the dog on the Facebook page. How many buffaloes do we have? And how many buffaloes do we have? Uh, uh, I, think, I think you're going to need to make a formal motion. Look, I've long been this show's parliamentarian. Yeah, we, everyone knows that. And I need you to make a formal motion. Resolved. No, that's a resolution. <laughs> Damn it. You need to make a motion to pass a resolution, but we don't need a resolution here, Dan. Oh, uh, God, I, it's like you guys didn't listen when I sent that email last week saying, make sure everybody reads Robert's Rules of Order. I listened as hard as I could, and I heard nothing from that email that, <laughs> that you sent. That was metaphorical. <laughs> you know what? Point of personal privilege. Fuck you, Mike. <laughs> I tried listening. I tried dropping the email. Nothing happened. But you, but you and Val Kilmer solved the state <laughs> of New Mexico's education school lunch problems. Oh, well, yeah. They've got they those kids are gonna get so fat. They they just well be if Val swimming, involved. Just, hey, swimming in food. Hey, oh, it's funny because he's kind of bloaty now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm just saying it's. I, I was just getting it. I got I got oh, there late. Dan's our I, minister of cheap shots. I was in I was in parliamentary. It is mode. weird though, isn't it? <laughs> what? I don't know. Are I'm you like, creeped out by Val Kilmer <laughs> being kind bloated? of? Yeah, because like he used to be, you know, used to be like. 
He's the guy you hire to be like the dangerous Superman. Yeah, because no one. What he played Batman? I no, I mean like I just <laughs> meant like <laughs> <laughs> totally shut Steven down. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, he played Batman. I okay. Yeah, he's not dead like Superman. Multiple Supermen. Sure, but like we have a living Superman also. Yeah, but no dead Batman. Uh, yeah, I guess that no. no. Every everybody that has ever played Batman is still alive. Think about that. Wow. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Sure. I mean, has anyone seen uh, Michael Keaton lately? Yeah, he shows up every once in a while. All right. Well. I don't think he can. I don't think he can be killed. There's like thirty five of them. Oh right! After he, <laughs> after he, after they cloned him for that movie, for that documentary about him being cloned, <laughs> documentary about cloning Michael Keaton <laughs> with, I believe, uh, co-starring Helen Hunt. Greg, confirm multiplicity. <laughs> no, wasn't that Andy McDowell? Yeah, it was Andy. That Andy McDowell. Yeah, you idiot! Yeah. The Greg database comes through. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. This is why he's here. I know. IMDB doesn't exist today for some reason, so we have Greg. Right, that's one of the that's one of the other issues of my house. IMDb, we don't get IMDb. <laughs> it's like a it's like a there's like a blackout. Like IMDb didn't sell out the home game yeah. near your house, so now no one may see it. You have well, weird IMDb specific like my landlord is a failed walls. actor, and and he 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 gets so angry at his lack of. Uh, is your landlord actually a failed actor? Uh, no, I believe he is. A... He should make his own movie in New Mexico. Well, yeah, there That's you go. true. Actually, he would probably like because he is he is like most landlords, just an old burnt out hippie. Right. So <laughs> why isn't he in New Mexico? Yes, New Mexico, the land of enchantment and movies. Right. <laughs> and Val Kilmer apparently. Yeah. Well, he's the guy that would be saying that normally. He's my... not here right now, so I said it for him. Oh, but... here's something that my landlord failed at. <laughs> apparently, he's a failed coffee place owner because half of our garage is full of equipment that was a, at some point wait sp- do you have like an espresso machine in your garage not like that actual I could just com- but like there's like a there is like a you know a, a stainless steel like industrial sized refrigerator in our garage and some like weird shelving because apparently he was going to open a coffee shop at one point don't fuck with me on this do you have any idea how much espresso it takes to keep me actually physically functioning there's not an espresso machine back well, there what good are you then? I'm just telling a story. That's what this is. It's stories on the internet, right? <laughs> that's, that's what that's what we call it. That's, that's why this podcast. show is called Stories on the Internet. All right. That's why we got Greg here, so we can tell us all these some magical stories about peyote and Andy McDowell. <laughs> Let me the ask... magical story of peyote and Andy McDowell. One shell was walking through the desert with Val Kilmer. It ran into... Uh, Wait, so this is personified peyote. This is like a, <laughs> some anthropomorphic peyote. Yeah, it's like... This is from Val Kilmer's uh, new role on the Peyote Council, where he's trying to it looks like make one of it those, seem uh, like a less harmless and, you know, more acceptable. Yeah, so it's like a, you know, a, a peyote. It's a peyote with uh What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? That's, that's the default... <laughs> that's the default ring on my phone. Which I did not put silent. I just want to point out clusterfuck of it. I want to point out that my dog has been completely silent for like fifty minutes. But your hey, this is the first (laughs) time my phone has been a problem, and it's our mother. Oh, is it a text? Did she learn how to text? No, that was an actual phone call. Yeah, because text messages make one tone like once. 
They don't play whole songs for like 15 minutes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> all, all Mike is saying is that all Mike was saying is that anthropomorphic peyote and Val Kilmer were in the desert. Right. And then, you know, they uh, ran into uh, Andy McDowell being accosted by 34 Michael Keatons. By 34 Michael Keatons. And then they had to lightning orgasm over the slaughter of all of those Michael Keatons. Uh, saving Andy McDowell. Uh, unfortunately, Val Kilmer passed away during that time. Uh, he, the, did he lightning orgasm to death? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he... Because after, like, the 30th Michael Keaton... This doesn't Michael sound Keaton, like a children's book anymore. <laughs> yeah, after, yeah. After the 30th Michael Keaton, he, he started to, like, need something more than the lightning orgasm, so he wrapped a belt around his neck. Who? who, who Val did? Kilmer oh. did. And then in his oh, next because lightning it just orgasm. wasn't good enough for him anymore? <laughs> It, the his mistake was getting the buckle, the metal buckle, too close to his head mm. when the lightning hit it. What if that <laughs> phone call was really from our mother? Oh, <laughs> what? What does that no, mean? I love no. the look on your face. <laughs> was that, like, was that some sort of giant metaphor for like some weird ass <laughs> mysticism? I think so. Yeah, like Mother you, Gaia was calling. Did you drop Ooh. a ton of peyote before coming in here? Is this why you showed up at seven thirty a.m. to watch the sunrise on Dan's lawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> Another incredible story from Special Greg. And no love for my incredible story, but that's okay. I well, don't your need... incredible story went off the rails into a terrifying place. Yeah. What? What? Just because electric it's... autoerotic asphyxiation of Val Kilmer <laughs> you... is by definition a terrifying but place. But they saved Andy McDowell Your and story she and Peyote. So went li- off she and Peyote together happily ever, ever after. <laughs> it's a it's a good happy story. But Val Kilmer had to die because he was Peyote's their, mentor. Their cute meat involved Val Kilmer spooching <laughs> electricity. What? I thought the electricity no, came into them. No, he's electricity. Well, yeah, gotta, the electricity goes, goes in into must them. must come out, Dan? Things don't stay in your body forever. I don't know. Isn't that... Well... No, I don't think that's it's, true. Like, the whole point of it is you're taking in Greg, that Greg, you're energy. the expert on lightning orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn to our resident lightning orgasm expert, Greg. So we're basically trying to figure out where's the lightning go? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it basically stays... In the head. It's all about the head. When the head goes, the lightning comes out and it goes into another head. Yeah. Oh, so there's like, a, there's, like a, there's like a lightning receptacle somewhere. There's like a lightning so, capacitor so in this, Highlander's head. That actually quote, might be true. I could believe that. Yeah, that seems to be the case. So the quote, spooging, is happening from the Michael Keaton clones, not Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah I, I guess. Suppose. But still, that makes their cute meat equally terrifying. <laughs> Stop saying cute meat. (laughs) (laughs) It also makes the phrase cute meat terrifying. (laughs) Everything about this is terrifying. What what about about Val Kilmer dying in an autoerotic lightning bukkake situation (laughs) is terrifying? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) That's true. As long as it's in New Mexico, I have no problem with it. (laughs) Land of enchantment. Romantic comedy takes place in a slaughterhouse. Yeah. Cute meat. Hey! hey. Oh, from the Weinsteins. Holy smoke, that's a great idea. Yeah. Oh! oh. Saw 7. What? Starring, <laughs> starring Jason Siegel 
<laughs> and Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and they decided to like rescue one oh, they cow. Did that. That, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that yeah, looked yeah, them actually. in a certain way. Yeah. And that's the whole that what's brought them together. She right. convinces the hard the guy who shoots the bolt into their head. Right. Uh-huh. Not to kill this cow, and he's like that. Bleh. That gentleman is called the Boltier, and it's it, the job has been phased out. They have machines for this now. Really? Yeah. Well, that's not going to do cool. for this movie. Come on, no. Computer. Well, I'll take a pace in the seventies or something. We'll uh, retro it. There you go. Period. Yeah. Piece. There you go. Oh we, yeah. I have to take offense to that. No computer can bolt through a cow's skull with the love and respect that a human hand can. I'm not can. saying that it's right. I'm saying. All I'm doing is delivering truth knowledge. You're dropping peyote dropping, buttons of truth. I'm dropping peyote buttons of truth about the abattoir industry. Yeah. I, uh, as I am known to do. Yeah, that's what you're known for. Can I point out how there was like a noticeable, like just ever so slight shift of tone when he said abattoir that showed <laughs> how delighted he was he got to say the word abattoir? Uh-huh. Is, that, I, is it perceptible? I think can the we, listeners will pick it up. Can we rewind the reel the reel that we're recording this on <laughs> and listen to it? All right. Well, we're going to take a little break so oh. that Stephen can have his moment in the sun. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be right back on How Could This Show Be Back? Abattoir. High up in the sky my car Drifting down into the abattoir You see what I see, dear The air grows heavy Listen to your breath Entwined together in this culture day Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? During the break Greg, you were telling us about how to grow uh, psychocilocybin. <laughs> Did you call it psychocilocybin? Cybin, with a B, but uh, I may have not said it properly. <laughs> I intended to say psychocilocybin. Okay. That sounds a like a very... That sounds and like, what is that? But the magic mushrooms. Psychocilocybin is like the like some joke Pokemon that some like nut job added <laughs> or like, into like or like an insane game where all of the colors and sounds blend together, but you still have to touch the correct space. Yeah, yeah. In order. Right. Right. Yeah. The that game was called Simon, right? Yeah. Okay. That's probably there are probably some like very bored uh, uh, enthusiasts out there that have actually. Dropped like taken mushrooms and then played Simon and called it that, and we're really proud of themselves. <laughs> like the like the Sherlock Holmes of Simon. Like it, I can't. Nothing, nothing can challenge my right. amazing yeah. Simon mind exactly. anymore. I need, I need the addition of drugs. Uh-huh. To, yeah, exactly. The Sherlock Holmes of Simon. Yeah. I got it. No, no, I get what you're saying. I'm just Simon Holmes. I don't know if I'm delighted yeah. or terrified by the prospect <laughs> of that actually being. What that person like, Sherlock you know, Holmes, yeah, everyone's like, favorite drug user. Like yeah. chess, chess has grandmasters. Like when you get to a certain level, yeah. So the equally like intellectually stimulating and equally timeless game of Simon has <laughs> Sherlock Holmeses. When you get to a certain level, right? Most of them are Russian, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the dog was also exasperated. Yeah, Herbert is not a fan of Russians. So let's get back to Greg's knowledge of mushrooms. 
Well, I don't claim to, you know, know. Well, that's not what you said during the that. break. <laughs> during the I, break, you were like, hey, guys, I know everything about mushrooms. <laughs> we should totally talk about this so I can finally be recognized as the mushroom expert that I am. That doesn't sound like Greg. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah, I think I think basically I've just kind of been interested. I pick, I go on knowledge cruises where I just pick a subject and we'll bury my head in it. And it was blackjack strategy the last couple of days. <laughs> okay. And then I tired of that, and so the started, logical step, the next logical so step. I started to look into. Uh, I don't need you. Was it called mycology or something? Yeah, yeah. Like, look, no one is putting you on trial here. You don't need to justify why you know. Oh, I'm. All about magic mushrooms. And let's be clear, sort of you could, I mean, he could be, this knowledge could also cross over to just growing edible mushrooms for fun. That, that is correct. True. That's like, true. that don't affect you in a weird way. Yeah, know. you need to know all about magic mushrooms so that you don't accidentally grow them when yes. you're growing your legal exactly. mushrooms. Exactly. Yes, and that's what I found interesting was that you could possess the spores that would produce such magic mushrooms... But you cannot cultivate it. So you can buy but there, there are like, like a test tube of spores and keep it in your closet, and you're perfectly fine. You could like wave it in front of a police officer's exactly. face. Yeah, here I am, man. <laughs> Look at this. But if there you accidentally like, drop that on a gross. potential location, <laughs> right. if, you, if like you're huge... standing next to a rotten log next to the police <laughs> officer. They're like huge swaths of the... like. Can Pacific... you grow them on a rotten log? Don't they grow on like poop or something? No, they, well, they grow, like, they grow best in like on cow shit, yeah. Oh. Um, but there are huge swaths of the Pacific Northwest in this Steven, country. we're not children here. Please. Where they just... Just call it by its adult title of poop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but there are huge swaths of this country, like huge tracts of, like, of like forest in the Pacific Northwest where they just grow naturally. Oh. Like, are well, you just... yeah, because who can keep those spores under control? That's what I'm saying. They're spores. Yeah. Spores. Are they just not... Are you just not allowed to, like, pick them out of the shit? Uh, I think you can. What well, depends? I guess it depends on the. Uh, so you don't know is the, what you're the, saying. No, I'm saying it so depends on the, uh, on the like location. The, this knowledge <laughs> tour Stop was like gotcha journalism. Yeah, thing. it was like the equivalent of going to Cleveland. Not a real. In some tour. cases, you can possess a undried uh, psychedelic oh, mushroom because yeah, you got to dry them, huh? A dry them would pertain to a human intervention, sort of um, a processing of the mushroom, which is the big point. So, so could you, like, if you were to find one of these in the Pacific Northwest, could you wave that in front of a police officer and not have a problem? <laughs> I feel like it's like... always a bad idea to just go shittily <laughs> waving something in <laughs> yeah, front of a police officer. I don't think face. that, yeah, it's ever a good idea to like, really no wave matter what anything at a police officer. I guess. Yeah, the other thing is that uh, <laughs> when they are growing in wild, just a uh, note of warning to anybody out there who's starting to run to the nearest cow pasture that... Uh, there is a highly toxic uh, mushroom that looks very similar to the magic mushroom. Yeah, they call that murder poo. Right. <laughs> so there's a very slight difference. I think a bluish ridge at one portion of the stem. Would Which one has the blue? Apple. I do not know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, not... Not, I will not be responsible so for... So we're giving uh, everyone we're just get... enough knowledge to know that they could die... Here's but not the, enough to prevent Here's the it. thing. Here's the thing. And I feel like the responsible thing to do right now is to say, you can't sue us. We called it. You may not <laughs> sue us. If you do this, it's on you. Don't sue us. You could sue Greg. But don't sue <laughs> us. 
Yeah, we don't do Greg either. That would be rude. Yeah, that's mean. He's been here since seven thirty, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're all we're all loopy right now, especially Greg. Tripping his cock off since like seven thirty this morning. Oh, I thought you were gonna say huh. like since seventy six. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like the tagline for a uh, for a like classic rock radio station. Yeah, we've been tripping our cocks off. <laughs> K O C K tripping our cocks off since 1976. Like New it. Mexico tripping our cocks off since 1971. The land of enchantment <laughs> and movies. Val Kilmer and Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't like Val Kilmer. Do you think Val Kilmer's a secret Russian? Oh, I don't. Wait, does he not like secret Russians? Is that the... wasn't that the thing that he didn't like? I don't what? remember. No, we decided Greg was some sort of like terrifying monster. Yeah. I think if you go back, you'll find that we talked about Herbert not liking many things. Oh yeah, are we back to are we back to a callback episode? Uh, mm, are we just are we just launching back into like a complete callback episode? I think now we're calling was back. That, I think was we're that in the original yeah. intro, or was that in the intro? I think oh. we're calling back. We're actually calling back to the part that was destroyed <laughs> oh, by the shitty computer that, situation. Because if we're gonna do that, though, I have some uh, I have some G Unit related topics no. that I'd like to discuss. <laughs> really? Not really. No. Okay. I was actually like, I part of me. What's sad is part of me was curious. Like, oh, I wonder what's going on with G Unit right but now. But you, but you couldn't be nice about <laughs> no. it. No, not at all. Yeah, like you, like I, I had them there. I, but I took a cue from your tone. Because I am eager to please. Like, long-time listeners of the show know that I am always eager yeah. to please. Uh-huh. If there's anything that the listeners have picked up over the however many episodes we've done, it's that Steven is always trying to make me, me specifically, feel comfortable and welcome. Yeah, asshole. <laughs> yeah. All I'm saying uh-huh. is that I had I had some G-Unit updates. Okay. There's th- a lot of interesting stuff has happened in, in the world of G-Unit since... What, the first episode of the show? <laughs> yeah. Since we last discussed G-Unit. Sure. I don't think that was the last time. But, no. no, like it must have been last episode <laughs> that we last discussed G-Unit. But now you don't get to know them because I took a cue from your tone. Is it about? And I learned that, I learned that G-Unit updates are not welcome here. And let me just say this so you know what you're missing. Okay. It was about a more important member than DJ Pooh. <laughs> Is it about... Uh... Uh, no, no, we're not talking about. It. All right, fine. <laughs> let's talk about. Let's this talk about. Ugly. Let us talk about. Let's go back to. I'm really curious about what made the connection. <laughs> Where did the jump come from, Greg? That that took you from blackjack hold strategy. On, hold on. Before Greg answers this question, can you answer the question of at which one of those uh, prepositional phrases? Had you decided what you were actually going to ask? At the first one, I was trying to ask it in a polite way. Oh, okay. I don't want to. I don't want to dan this up. I'm, hey. trying to be, <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about it. What? Yeah. I am curious about <laughs> uh-huh. the connection, how the connection was made between blackjack strategy and psychocilocybin. How did you make that jump? That's... Was it like a? Was it like was it like just a like cut uh second cold open or was it like was there like a star wipe or something in there that like that I think there were, I think, there, I think there was a serious crossfade where somewhere mid blackjack research which involved with I'd recently gone to a casino for the first time and played blackjack for 9 hours with a compulsive gambler <laughs> and Oh. The experience was well, then. sensorily just uh, 
horrifying. And I think in the back of my brain, um, you played blackjack for nine hours. That's I kind did. of like the like so far opposite of a sensory deprivation tank that it's the exact same thing. Exactly. Yeah, like you're just constantly getting lights and free soda. Right. That's yeah. why I loves me some casinos. <laughs> I now I'm impressed by your ability. Like, look, I, and and this goes, I think, for any compulsive gambler that is listening. I am impressed by your ability to sit there and focus for nine hours. Did you even? I, did you ever get up at all? Like, no. Wow. No. How did you? I didn't. Dan is <laughs> Dan is curled into like a nautilus shell spiral, or was for a second before he perked up at the mention of his name. <laughs> he's a self-centered asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to keep the dog at peace. This is why. <laughs> this is why he made us come to his house. So I could right. show off he was, my incredible. He was afraid that the <laughs> that the show wasn't focused enough on him. I am no. I, I, we're getting sidetracked here because I'm still impressed. I'm by, sorry, I I got distracted. I, I, I'm still very by impressed weird... by Greg's ability to like not not just that you sat there and focused for nine hours, but even more than that, like the most basic of you didn't pee for nine hours. That's what that was my question. That's what I'm trying to understand. That's awesome, right? I, yeah, I think my body just went into purely efficient. That's what I don't I'm know saying. if I was just sweating. Mostly, and I was you're sweating able, your urea. I, yes. <laughs> if you would like, if you would just like slightly refocused, you probably could have attained enlightenment during those nine hours. Yeah, if you hadn't been so focused on your greed, man. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. I'm not here to attack problems. Follow gamblers. the eightfold path, Greg. Oh, just to, just for my own, because I mean, from my little understanding of like casino culture, was your time at that table shared from minute one? To the end of hour nine with the same like seventy year old Korean woman. Uh, not the same, but many variations. <laughs> okay. There was a and one gentleman who you had, had a just a recovered from Korean his second stroke of the year and Ooh. decided to celebrate with a. With, I think it was about a fifty year old. He was either an escort or his daughter. How well them. had he recovered? Not very well. Okay. He kept. Uh, well, I, wait, maybe wait, he did. He kept yelling the... "monkey" at the. Uh, I realize that that is actually a blackjack. Some people call a, a face card a monkey, I believe. Oh, oh because blackjack players are notoriously monkey. racist in an old-timey way. He may have been, yeah, yelling at the poor Asian I don't know. I thought no. that it was a term there of were, You were saying there are plenty card. of interpretations of what that meant, and all of them were uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me ask you this. How could you not tell if she was a hooker or his daughter? She had, she, had very, she had very leathery skin, and I think the the matter of discourse that uh, I, you I just you, so what you're saying is you're too focused on expleting your own waste, right? Excreting, expleting. Yeah, that's the <laughs> second time you said expleting today. Is yeah, it? The, yes. the first time I assumed that it was a word I wasn't. Familiar no, I with. don't think it's a word at all. I think I. I, <laughs> I think it's very expletious of you to like. I think <laughs> I yeah. do this. I think I misspoke in the same way, in the same weird way, twice. Well, like okay, so. Expletive. Does oh. that mean that expletive is like... Maybe it is a word. Yeah. Maybe but, it's just your favorite thing to do. I don't... But you don't expletive fluids. But let me... No. Let you, me, would, you would simply expletive, and you would assume that that would be Let me say this. Swear. If it is a word, I did not know it was a word when I started using it. Email <laughs> us the word at howbadcast at gmail.com. It's going to get... You, you, your wife is just going to email us and lecture us again. 
My wife has never shown that much active interest <laughs> in what is said on this show. I believe that she did once send us an email that read something like, no, the word is whatever, stupid. And no, that I, was I think that was Swiss Miss, actually. Oh, was it? Well, uh, my giving apologies. Us, giving us an English My lesson. apologies to either Dan's <laughs> wife or to Swiss Miss, depending upon who is listening and or going to do <laughs> Or maybe I should apologize to neither of them. Maybe there there's a mutual admiration. Maybe I you should you apologize should... to Greg for sidetracking his incredible story once again. And maybe you should apologize to all of our listeners who heard Dan say our email address and then were just you know you didn't say the too email slow address. to uh, to catch it. I don't think he said the email address. I think he just said email us. No, mm, no, he said the email address. How back at gmail dot com. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. you finally. Now people can finally email us. Yes. Did, did, did anyone else notice that Greg was on the edge of his seat during that tense moment between all of us? <laughs> he had actually started gambling. Like, in the process. Come on. It was apparently any type of tension like that is a trigger for him. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's just nodding ruefully. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like like you might actually have an actual problem that we're now just making light of. Oh, with what gambling? Yeah, or something else. No, no, I was I was there Stress in aid in of a, another compulsive gambler. Oh, so nice. I was basically, but you, but you, you sacked just... up and you <laughs> you played along with their. Compulsive yeah, he, he had, well, yeah. He normally he needed a ride to this casino and he'd been having a really bad week. See, he's mm. a compulsive gambler. So I don't I decided... know that he needed a ride to the <laughs> casino. What do you mean? He couldn't have gotten there on his own. So <laughs> I, he okay. has no car anymore. You are a you. <laughs> Why didn't he have a car? <laughs> he wouldn't say. I'm assuming. Okay. <laughs> Look. I'm assuming. You are... This is classic codependent enabling. Mm. And I have to or commend you for it. just enabling. Uh, and I have, to, I have to commend you for it because, let's be honest, every addict needs an enabler. Sure. Like, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, I think that you're doing Greg a disservice by just jumping to the conclusion that it's codependent enabling as opposed... To just disinterested in, w- like, whether uh, the addiction goes forth. Like, maybe it's simply conscious enabling as opposed to codependency. That's fair. That's So, so do you actually... Uh, and maybe, like, being in close proximity to others' human frailties and weaknesses builds up my own... Oh, I see. You're a super villain. That makes it better. <laughs> Yeah, you just assumed codependent enabling as opposed to uh, sociopathic enabling. Super villain re. <laughs> Super villain Right. Explete. No. <laughs> Fuck! There we go. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, crap. That I just set up a world in which I now do that on command. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like a Tourette's machine. Like, you just hit a button. <laughs> well, they could put one of those in the casino, I bet. Yeah. I'll, a Tourette's machine. Yeah. Like, pays out every time. Yeah. It's true. If you, just need, if you just need someone to, like, just cut you down a few pegs. Oh, and then uh, one thing I had to bring up. I just got to, like, <laughs> let this go. The entire time I, that I was sitting there at the table... The entire time, the nine hours, I told you there was for nine hours, the entire time I was at the table, they had a band playing at some point, so it was very loud. And Did like, the band play lights. for nine hours? Because that would no, also be very impressive. No, they played for a couple. But in addition to that, maybe I would say 
six and a half feet to my uh, to my rear, uh, there was a uh, row of slot machines. And I don't know if you guys on have... your six, you're saying six and a half feet on your six, right? And I don't know if you've seen the movie Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. I seen part of it. Who okay, hasn't but they seen have the movie, a Halloween theme three, song. Of the Witch. People can look this up. A theme song for this fictitious Halloween uh, supply company called Silver Shamrock. And it's like, I, I'm not going to do justice to it, so you're going to have to like look it up. But it's basically <laughs> like, happy, happy Halloween, 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 happy, happy Halloween. <laughs> so if that is not doing justice to it, I don't want it to have justice done. <laughs> so anyways, that slot machine was replicating that sort of tune and rapid pace almost the same so it was like sitting nine hours i was replaying so, that you now, are be- a bizarre rain man you know that, that right uh, that that's just like what you heard <laughs> in your head the entire I time i looked over at my compulsive gummy friend i said silver shamrock he said yeah <laughs> <laughs> well because he was he was interested in, in now, somehow losing your car you, to the casino did you did you make the association that it was the silver shamrock thing because at one point a child wearing a halloween mask head exploded into a bunch of bugs Oh, if only. Look it up. Best casino ever. <laughs> Thank you to the noble Native Americans <laughs> for for finally deciding to do what America has been clamoring for. This is our second. And combine <laughs> gambling with children's heads exploding into creepy crawlies. Yes. Technical term. <laughs> creepy crawlies. You don't remember that? No. What? It was like a, it was like candy that you made at home. Yeah, it was like an easy bake oven for cool boys who wanted oh, to scare people with yeah. their gummy bugs. But they were candy. Yeah, they were like gummies. So then you ate them. Yeah. So it was awesome, is what you're saying. Sure. <laughs> it's a well documented fact that I enjoy a good candy. Right. Uh, any any seemingly any non chocolate related candy. Like I, all I do like the... chocolate too, but like I just not like I don't want I feel about chocolate the same way I sort of feel about the Beatles. Yeah, it's good, but I don't get the hype. <laughs> I don't get all the hype. Did uh, you, you pass that on to your child? The creepy you're more a candy fan of machine? Like, what do you the, mean? Uh, you... The kinks of hey, the candy hey, world. Hey, yes. Hey, what? what? Greg and I are talking. Razzles. <laughs> Razzles are the kinks of the candy world. Greg is opening up to me on mic, and you guys are ruining it. I'm sorry. We were discovering something. <laughs> Greg, you were saying something about the creepy crawlies oven? Yeah, I was just wondering, I mean, if it was something that you'd really enjoyed as a kid and then you eventually have a kid as your own, is it something that you could go up into the attic and, like, dig it out and dust it off and bring it down and say, this is what I used to do, you can do it now. I'm guessing. I guess I'm just asking. Was like the stuff that made the candy proprietary and no longer being manufactured? I don't know. So could, I, I mean, I or assume... can you mix up? A, maybe you could find a recipe on the internet. I'm, I'm sure gelatin, gelatin and sugar. Yeah, you've got to be able. So to... you could do that. You could bring that down, and like your kid could make the um, gummy scorpions, the, the and... candy <laughs> bugs. And yeah, nice. Can I make it clear that the blue razzles of the uh, <laughs> of the music world are clearly Dave Davies? <laughs> Okay. <sighs> so, uh, people at home, uh, please make note of, uh, of of the the categorization of candy, music wise. Oh, and the uh, and please, if you have ev- if you have that creepy crawlies easy bake oven thing, share it with your children. Yeah, and or us. 
Like, I mean, let, let's be honest. If someone that is listening to this has one of those uh-huh. that is still in operating order, uh-huh. I am going to be fucking livid if they don't email us, tell us they have it, and then get invited to come on the show for our first ever audio-only cooking segment, <laughs> which just involves making candy. Emails where? Howbadcast at gmail.com. Look at how edgy he is. What the? F- Look at how edgy Greg is waiting for. Why? Backcast at gmail.com. Why are you Sorry. doing that? Why are you? Why are you creating? Why are you ramping up the tension <laughs> now? Because I missed it. After f- we've e- we've eased everyone in over the last however many minutes. Now you're trying to get everyone all sweaty. It's bleeding urea all <laughs> over Because I'm wearing skin. a hoodie. Yeah, that that was it. It was the it was the hoodie. I do have a I do have a legal right to shoot you, but that doesn't make for good audio. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's just gonna be sitting here like wondering what happened. It's like yeah, like nine one one tapes in a in like a televised trial. They're very they're they're very non rewarding. <laughs> For who? For the list, the viewers at home. Oh, because you know you just hear people shrieking about the crime. You never see it. So basically, you decided that on our podcast, <laughs> you're going to disparage the activity of just listening. Yes. That's what you're saying. <laughs> it kind of, let, let's be honest. We can all agree. Listening to stuff kind of eats a dick. Again, I feel like you're, 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 you're taking this in a direction that really isn't beneficial to the nature no, 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 of our no, no. programming. What I'm saying is that the people that have been listening this, to this for 59 minutes now are assholes and should have been doing something better. Well, you can do. Well, st- yeah, you can you multitask. Can... You can do dishes. You can walk your dog. You can drive your car. You can type... A letter. You can write a postcard. You can put some stamps. Is this like the Todd Glass bit where I just keep going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can build some boxes. You can close some boxes. <laughs> you can wrap some boxes. <laughs> you can open a door. You can close a door. You can... Get back to things you can do with boxes. I was yeah. riveted by that. <laughs> what are you doing? What else can you do with boxes? Greg? Imagine... Whoa! Oh wow, deep, he, that guys. was deep. He just fucking New Mexico. He just your dropped ass. the biggest yeah. peyote button was, of truth you've yeah, ever seen. That was like the box of enchantment. <laughs> yes, and movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the best episode we've ever done because we're at my house and the dog is here and the computer works great and everyone's happy. Here comes the best show you've well, Get back to singing about boxes. <laughs> Put on your box. Do yourself a favor. Wrap up that box. <laughs> Get... A buffalo thunder. Yeah. Hey. Thunderfuck. The official tea. Of enchantment uh-huh. and movies. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should get Val Kilmer on this morning thunder tea thing. We should get him on the show to drink tea. Yeah, yeah. And just, like, we'll see if listeners can tell the difference between, like, bulbousy Val Kilmer and skinny Val Kilmer. And if they can't, it proves my point that listening is stupid. How will we compare that, like... Do we just play clips from? Like, I think we'd have to, have to get some old just clips. Just play clips yeah. from Heat look, or something. <laughs> look, I'm willing to admit that, like, as a science experiment, this may be flawed. <laughs> but all I'm saying is, we've made we just took some a bunch of really unwarranted cheap shots at you, Val Kilmer. Why don't you come on the show and and do us a favor? Do you think? Do you think uh, Val Kilmer watches Fat Alec Baldwin on Thirty Rock and just seethes with jealousy? <laughs> <laughs> that could have been me. <laughs> Look at how handsome he is while fat. God damn it. Oh, well. 
At least, at least I'm in New Mexico. At least I have the state of New Mexico behind me. Yes, the state of New Mexico. Land of enchantment in a box. And movies. And peyote buttons. Do they make a lot of movies in New Mexico? Like, if we establish if this is a success? Yeah, they, and they do make some movies in New Mexico, yes. Okay. Um, uh, d- there is a, uh, there's a couple of different sort of districts of sound stages and lots that they shoot shit on. Okay. Then is Val Kilmer, does he, is he the one with the keys? Like, do you have to call yeah, Val Kilmer? Yeah, he's actually like... He's like the custodian? His, yeah, his ministerial, his ministerial work for the state government is literally just being an old haggard security guard. <laughs> awesome. Living out in the middle of the desert in a cave. Yeah. You have to travel out there. It's a two-day journey. Present him a gift. Present a gift to him. Oh, yeah. You don't want to approach Val Kilmer's cave without a gift. No. Uh, preser- preferably uh, preserved cheeses or meats. Yes. Or both. Like, if you really want to get those keys, yeah, <laughs> you're going to want to bring both meats <laughs> and cheeses. If you want to get those keys. <laughs> this is just... If I get the keys, that's great, cool. That'd be but... great, but... We've got other options. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to bring both meats and cheeses. Right. God. Maybe I, like a cracker or something to I put would, them on? Oh, yeah. I, w- I would not approach Val Kilmer with meats, points? with meats, cheeses, and no toast points. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Seems, <laughs> seems like you just telepathically know of my love for the concept of toast points. The stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> Guys, Greg is talking. <laughs> No, no, I was just thinking. Oh, about were you thinking points? about toast points? Yeah, I was thinking, like, I, I was mixing up quotes. I was like, um, ask not for whom the toast points. It's points oh, that's, that's not bad. I just can't but, stop yeah. thinking about Val Kilmer being like, I'm Val Kilmer. How dare you bring me cheese with no meats? And, I like, just, sending someone away. I have, this, uh, I have this amazing picture of, like, a fat Val Kilmer, like, running naked out of the cave, <laughs> like, screaming but, but, after but people. But not like, not, like, current Val Kilmer fat. It would have to be, like, Brando fat yeah, to yeah, really yeah. be like, worth just it. Like, just, like, lumbering out of the cave, like, waving the keys in a threatening way. <laughs> if uh, I was both the winner of the Mega Millions and a member of the Church of Scientology, <laughs> I would have... A truer statement has never been paid after, no, I got done, after I got Sorry. done paying the church their cut, I would put whatever money was necessary to recruit all the actors who are in that volleyball scene from Top Gun yeah. and have them recreate it now. Wait, wait, wait. And Tom so Cruise was... would be the only one who would still be, you know, smoking it, but then Iceman would be... Uh... <laughs> and by smoking it, you mean dick, right? <laughs> no, no. He, I, I think he, you meant in shape. Yeah. Um. So, even though Tom Cruise was briefly mentioned in that rant... Why did it matter that you were a member of the Church of Scientology? And that's like, it seems like mentioning that is actually just a detriment to your plan, wherein you would have to add an extra step of tithing to the church before just hiring. Because it's going to make people. Tom Cruise look really good, and I'm opposed. As much as I want to see Val Kilmer do Fat Man volleyball with the uh, <laughs> other guys from the squadron, <laughs> from the squadron. Yeah, I'm a little dismayed that Tom Cruise would still be looking good, so I would have to join Scientology. And I get where, I get where you're going with it. 
right. just think it's. I think you could have cut out the step and he'd do it anyway. I feel like, yeah, know, like I feel money. like, yeah, but I gotta live with it. Is what I gotta say. Oh, oh <laughs> I see what you're saying. So I'm spending a lot of money on this. I don't know. I think it's funny enough. I think it's it's funny enough that it has legs on its own. It's that slow mo and like the hand claps. <laughs> I I think you would also have to spend a good deal of that fortune inventing a machine that allows people to move in slow motion in real life. Right, and that just that look in Kilmer's eyes that he doesn't want to, but New Mexico said do it. That's, a, that's where I agreed to film it. Right, Kilmer, we need you, and he says no thanks. Uh-huh. I don't need it. We're gonna do it in New Mexico. But there's tons of sand in New Mexico in <laughs> He's the desert. Do it. So like. We need we need it. It's the only realistic way to film something in sand is to go to New Mexico. Dan, why did you just angry up the dog? You guys, I didn't. No. I didn't. He's like slowly trying to get into the middle <laughs> he just, of our podcasting equipment. Herbert for some reason. knows that we have reached the pinnacle of hilarity of what we can accomplish. and entertainment by talking about Fat Val Kilmer playing volleyball. Right. That's actually. I would. I would pay so much money to see that. I would. I would, the tonnage of meats and cheeses that I would contribute to see that happen. I'll bring the toast points. Boom. All right. See, well, look at us working together. Yeah, we have our new project ready to go. Watch out for that coming to theaters near you. And of course, everyone knows that I refer to people's personal computers with YouTube on them as theaters. Uh, watch for. The recreation of the volleyball scene from Top Gun. But, again, this is conditional on Greg winning the Mega Millions lottery. And right. being a Scientologist. <laughs> okay, this dog is just going to destroy everything. Yeah, it is time for us to wrap things up. What, no awes from anybody? What? <laughs> oh. pimp, uh, pimp, your, pimp your stuff quick. Uh... Or don't do it at all. I'm just saying, make it quick if you're going to do it. Yeah, I think we can skip Big Pimpin' for one episode. Uh, at Mike S. Linden on Twitter. See, uh, how, how, that, was, that was easy. Uh-huh. Uh, say, say Dan's Twitter address, Herbert. Say Dan's Twitter. What are you talking about? He can't pronounce an underscore. Underscore. <laughs> <laughs> at Dan underscore Linden. Yes. At How Bad Cast, of course. Uh, you can find Greg in New Mexico with. At the local Church of Scientology. <laughs> uh, it's basically Greg Rockin' Ricky Raven Simone Legalize Magic Mushrooms <laughs> at Twitter. <laughs> it's like an email address because you work there. It is your job. Twitter pays you money to do all of those things. And therefore has assigned you a corporate email address. I think that's the only reason he agreed to do the show again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, were you supposed to be... Wait, were you supposed to be, like, pitching something? Don't you Whatever see how he subtly manipulated all of our conversation today? Yeah. Twitter is evil. Twitter is like Greg's New Mexico. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, what are you talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's preoccupied with dog... He's fine. <laughs> Adorably failing... So I Thank like- you for being with us today, Dan, and hosting uh, our, our... Physically, not. Yeah, physically audibly. hosting. Not, not orally. Yeah. That, of course, is my job. As always, your host, Mike Linden. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming, Greg, even though you clearly had an ulterior motive that we've only discovered at the end here. But then now I don't feel so bad that he had to wait since 7.30 this morning if he's just a corporate shill. Well, right. yeah, that's, how, that's the only way you get an email address that awesome. Right? <laughs> uh, and Blackjack. 
Hey. Oh. Monkey. Uh, pace three to two. Did I mention this is the best episode ever? On how could this show be bad? Or of how could this show be bad? Damn it. Stop expleting. <laughs> Fuck! It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it. And don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Happy, happy Halloween, Halloween, Halloween.